Welcome to Starting Change. I'm Danushi and this podcast is brought to you by Startup Smart, Australia's leading startup news and opinion site. In the age of digital disruption, social entrepreneurs are joining forces with tech developers to build some revolutionary solutions for humanity. Entrepreneur Michaela Jade left a government career in Canberra to move to the Northern Territory and build a startup that's working to drive Indigenous leadership in the digital economy. She and her team are building the Digital Rangers app, which uses augmented reality and facial recognition technology so people can experience ancient art and sites through the stories of traditional elders around the world. From Sydney, ethical shopping advocate Gordon Renouf and his team are quickly growing their startup to make ethical choices in day-to-day shopping much simpler for everyone. The Good On You app lets users easily discover how their favorite brands rate on things like labor rights and environmental impact. The app also provides alternative brands that perform better in these areas and gives users the opportunity to contact their favorite brand and tell them if they're unhappy with its ethical standards. In the US, anti-human trafficking organization Exchange Initiative launched an app which lets users upload photos of hotel rooms they stay at to help authorities find and save people, including children who have been kidnapped for commercial sexual exploitation. The Traffic Cam app also helps track down traffickers. When I read that article about the tracking of hotel rooms, I'm like, oh, you're using image recognition, means you're using machine learning, means you're using artificial intelligence. These are stuff where on the abstract level is like, okay, what is that? Why is that important? But you can see that's a practical implementation of that technology and how that can be used to make an impact. We're living in an age where there's so many exciting new stuff. So much has been done, but it's just a case of applying those things to certain problems and thinking about how we can solve those problems. That's Mike Ebenham, a tech entrepreneur and expert in design technologies whose socially conscious startup C Digital specializes in the development of web and mobile apps. I grew up in Nigeria, which is still a developing country. And for me, I've always had an interest with computers and all that kind of stuff, but I always realized how much these stuff can make such a huge impact in the lives of people. So what does it take to build a great app or design a tech solution that improves and saves people's lives? Well, Ebenham suggests starting with the few questions. The key question I ask is, what is the problem you're trying to solve? What is the fundamentals that you're trying to change? Once you have that, it's like, okay, who are you solving it for? Have you spoken to these people? Are you one of them? Are you embedded in that industry, that space? Do you understand the financials, the legals? Ideas are great, but you need to come and put them in context. If you don't have experience in that space, you're going to need someone to advise you because there's a lot of things that you don't know and you don't know what you don't know. And while an app may seem like a simple solution, it's not always the right answer. Even though we build a lot of apps, we always have to almost stop people from trying to build apps right from the get-go because apps are not always the solution. There's so many different ways you can solve these problems. There are bots that you could use, there's call service or whatever. I'm not saying apps are not relevant, but it's always good to open up your eyes and your mind to different uses of technology. To help discover the right solution, you may like to try completing the Lean Canvas model. Startup expert Ash Maria, who created it, encourages entrepreneurs to spend about 20 to 30 minutes on the Lean Canvas before launching into their ventures. The Lean Canvas model is a snapshot version of the traditional business plan. It lets you quickly identify the problem you want to solve and consider the market potential for your solution. Once you've done all this and have completed some initial research, Ebenham says the next step is figuring out if people 
people want what you're creating and will actually pay for it. There are a lot of easy ways you can test that. Groupon, for example. Groupon was literally a simple WordPress site that they put images of deals on and they got five or six different companies to say, oh yeah, we'll bring you customers. Will you redeem this deal? And literally it was emails. That was how that service started. So before you go throwing your life savings into building an app, test small and get your idea validated. We live in an age where there are a lot of services out there for free. You, you want to collate information about X and Y people or you want to create a keep simple sign-up form. There's Google Forms for that. There's Google Spreadsheets for that. There's a lot of free services, if not free, really cheap services that you can use to bungle together an app and test your product. You don't necessarily have to build something big from the get-go. And that's the most important thing because if you test small, it means you can course correct. If you're making a mistake, it's a cheap failure as opposed to spending 100000 or 200000 building a big application, which is what a lot of people jump to. And at every step in this process, Ebenem says it's critical to consider the people who you're creating for. Human-centered design is just thinking of your product from your user's endpoint trying to have empathy and get them involved in the process. Most of the solutions that are out there, the ones that you use the most are the ones that hook you because they've done their research. They've done persona development, for example. They say, okay, this is dinner. She's age X to Y. She cares about this. She cares about ethical clothing. This is probably where she hangs out. This is how we're going to target her. These are how we're going to draw her in. They use customer's profile and done the research behind it and tested offering their services to them. Seed Digital recently released a white paper which can help guide you on how to develop these customer personas. Also, mapping out the customer journey. How do they interact with your service? It doesn't matter if it's an app or a website or it's in person. People have an experience. You know, they contact you via from how long does it take for you to get back to them? What do you say? How do you get them involved in, in the process? How do you onboard them and how do you follow up? After they've taken the service, how do you do the post-service? How do you make sure that, you know, they have a good experience before, during and after? Now, if you're working on a project like this and don't have anyone with a tech background on your team, it may be worth finding someone who can help. You'd always want to throw it back to someone in technology. And it's as simple as a coffee conversation. They might not be heavily involved, but if you have someone as a point of contact that you can call and just ask questions, then you've kind of done a little bit of diligence there. It's only when you come up with a solution or you think you've come up with a solution that you can get someone heavily involved. It doesn't need to be someone on board right at the get-go, but it's always good to have a sounding board to talk to. As a member of the tech community, Ebenem says there are lots of talented tech people from all walks of life who are super keen to collaborate with others. One of our guys used to be a civil engineer. He also worked in the army in the US. And another guy used to be a musician, could become a developer. Chris used to be a social worker. So it's like, for me, if you have a diverse group of people and if you speak to different sets of people, you never know what comes out. And that's where the magic happens, where activists, when you start talking to technologists or people that are interested in helping out, a lot of interesting solutions can come up. And one of the best ways to get connected is by attending more startup and networking events that are on now near you. Meetups are a great way to meet people. You'd find that most people are very open, very helpful if you tap them on the shoulder and ask them a specific question. If they don't know, they, at least they can point you in the right direction of where to go. And most of them are free. Mike Ebenham, the co-founder of Seed Digital, ending that story. Now, are you building an app or tech solution? Well, join us on social media because we'd like to know what's your biggest challenge. Startup Smart is on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And be sure to use the hashtag starting change. Thanks for listening. I'm Danushi. See you next time.